Welcome adventurers. You are listening to the Quest and Chaos Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. Your support allows us to continue making this content. We're also trying to reach 10,000 subscribers over on our YouTube channel, where you can actually see us play all of these RPG shows. Plus, you get some great board game content that isn't available on podcast. Now, on with the show. Welcome to the Quests and Chaos Podcast Network. You are listening to Chaos Agents Campaign 2, Murder in Port Thoria. This episode begins with Barnaby Wainwright returning to the office of Cornelius Brompton. Welcome back, Mr. Wainwright. (sighs) Oh, there must be a story behind that sound. Where do I even begin? You took the gate to Magehaven and to find two of these former students. The first was... Miss Sangiovese. She goes by Issa to her friends. I encountered a mother, Bellana, and a woman I believe is Lady Eunice Florian, discussing a potential coup in the city. Well, now that information might fetch a few coins from, from Bishop. Did you happen to find out a name by any chance? I heard the name Blackburn. Interesting. He runs the College of Necromancy. Huh. Well, what else happened? Isa was surprised about the letter. She spent a few weeks together, seven years ago. I suppose I was a little surprised as well. But this would be the most normal interaction on this trip, although I sense there was a lot more going on there. The Sangiovese family runs a fabrics company in Magehaven. They provide the specific dyes and fabrics for the blue coats. They appeared very well off. Plus, I could sense the arcane energy in that room. Sorcerer, perhaps. Lolok Denai is a silver dragonborn. Young and naive, but a good heart. He helps out at a school, or orphanage, not too far away in the Silver District. That school is run by a man named Randall, and has, according to some, gotten scores of destitute children off the streets and into society. I think he's a druid of some sort. He spent the morning first in meditation, and then bounding around the green wood as a cat for nearly an hour. A dragonborn druid. How fun. Where did you go next? To the mountains with Mr. Uh, Mayhem? Bedlam. Bartholomew Bedlam. This is where it got weird. First off, I had to pay a fortune for magical passage to the middle of the Wivenspine Mountains. Uh, I'm I'm sure there's funds in Mr. Parker's estate to cover that. <laughs> I should get hazard pay for this one. I spent three hours sitting on a log waiting for this hunter to return. You would not believe it. The last visitor to this village 
was Albie Parker some 50 years ago. I was shocked when this old man emerges from the surrounding forest, dragging a massive deer carcass. But you should have seen the muscles on this guy. Well, actually, you will. I don't think he owns a shirt. Let's be sure to get some clothes made for that one. Some people don't like half-naked men standing around. He's gonna stand out like a barbarian in a tea shop. I hate to say this, but I left as soon as I could with that one. And then you finally found some civilization in Middleton. Who is next? Halder Halderson? Is that really the son of Jarl Halder Halderson? Oh, I believe so. I was expecting him to be an Ishkild with his family, but nope. Was transported to a brothel on the outskirts of the city. Friendly fellow, and dumb as rocks. You know what? That's unfair. To rocks. He did have a charm about him, though. More of those muscles, too. He had chain armor, well-maintained and shinier than I would have expected. He obviously knows about fighting. Maybe not tactics, and, well, he has to remind himself which way is left by using his hands. Your left hand forms an L. Oh, boy, this is going to be fun. There was one more. Locks. No last name, just Locks. No last name. Locks is a 12-year-old boy, travels with this beautiful elven woman named Lazina. He was hard to track down. I was led to a tavern three nights in a row, but it wasn't until the last night that I finally found him. He came up to me at the bar, at the Bedlam and Halda. I was just done. Over it. And he walks right up to me. Now this kid was what I was expecting. Just a normal kid, I, well, a juvenile huckster promoting a singer, but still, comparatively, pretty normal. What I can't understand is, why these people? Why these people? Why did they mean so much to him that he'd list them in his will? It doesn't make any sense. Was Mr. Parker of sound mind when he wrote his will? He was, sharp as a tack as always, and very specific. He went to a lot of trouble to gather these five individuals together. But why? I think we will just have to wait and see, Mr. Wainwright. Meanwhile, back at the revolting peasant, Lindsay brings some information to the Duke. Lindsay, welcome. Please tell me you have nothing to report and just wanted to see me. A wizard just came through here. She appears to be on the run from a coup happening in the city? Well, well, well. So Blackburn finally made his move. Or will make it very soon. You already know? I knew this was in the works. I'm surprised to find out about it from an outsider. I wonder who this wizard was. I've seen her here before, but I never thought she was a wizard. I think she works at the Sangiovese factory. Her hands are usually stained with some sort of color. 
She brought her familiar with her today. It's the first I've ever seen of that. Stupid thing was trying to knock the plates off the table. If this has not yet happened, we have a little head start to the process. We can make a lot of money tonight. Put the word out. We need all hands on deck. Well done. The following exchange has been translated from the original Goblin. Splatterface! 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 Squat, we're horse food! Fucking had magic tallies! Plan right. Burn roof, cost smoke, split party! Took down a bluey. Then tallies with magic arrived on wagon. One dragon man, one rich tally. Rich tally made Thungle's head explode. Loud. Gong. Head explode. No match. No hope. Run home. Magic tallies bad. Avoid magic tallies. Get food. Take rest. Find more tallies tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Quests and Chaos. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash questsandchaos. This episode featured Grant Corvin as Barnaby Wainwright and Squat the Goblin, Thomas Cook as Cornelius Brompton and Splatterface, Ben Sislowski as the Duke, and Alondra Heilman as Lindsay. Join us live on Twitch every Tuesday for more Chaos Agents D&D. This podcast is supported by our Patreons, and we would like to give them a heartfelt thanks. Starting Duke Vlieg and he who shall not be named. Our inspiration middle management is a force to be reckoned with, featuring Lady Bedivere, Ben Slislowski, Anonymous Dragon, Cheesecake Fries, Slyly Tove, Jen W., Paul, and Seth Jones. Our inspired patrons include Adam, Andreas, Jeremy, J. Matthews, Reoccurring Dream, Cody, Lee, Megan Krantz, Red Dead, Coquette, Robbie Nowell, The Baroness, and The Apollyon. And a big thank you to all of the guild members out there. It truly means a lot to us that you have joined our Patreon. Not everyone has the means to support us financially, and that is okay. If you could, please share our content with anyone who might enjoy it. Until next time, keep the chaos alive. Is that a tagline?